Good morning after ministry show. It was funnier before. When we were doing the run through. It was funnier when I did it before. You had about a 10 second uh, hold uh, on that. Can we? Good morning after ministry show. See that one? That's... Much better. Even Dylan was impressed. Boom. The Dylan cam is back. We are back. We have missed you dearly. I've missed you. We didn't. We didn't really talk very much and while we were gone. I didn't call you dear. We texted, correction, I texted you, and then there would be like six hours in between response, so I just assumed the, you hated me. The difference is that you were on vacation in metropolitan Orlando. Orlando! And I was on vacation in rural Arkansas. <laughs> and apparently, there's a difference between Arkansas and rural Arkansas. Many people were asking, why Arkansas? My wife's family has chosen to live in Arkansas. Willingly? Willingly. They're from here, the greater Clearwater St. Pete area, and have all migrated north and west to Arkansas. Also, did you know that it is illegal to mispronounce the state of Arkansas? Or the, it is illegal to mispronounce Arkansas when you are in Arkansas. It's one of those one of those laws that well, you learn. How exactly is it pronounced? It's pronounced Arkansas, but some people call it Arkansas. I see. And it is illegal to pronounce it Arkansas. I see. Just one of those things that I learned. One of those laws. Also, I learned this law mm. in Arkansas. It is legal to beat your wife, but only once a month, and in front of the county courthouse. That's the Arkansas state law that I learned last week. I, I'm proud of you. Andrew, were you back in the pulpit yesterday? I was. We kicked off a new series. Ooh. It's signs. I was going to do the M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan? Shyamalan. Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan signs Sorry, logo. Please um, But I decided to do something a little bit different. We are in the book of John for the next seven weeks, looking at the signs in the book of John. So we were turning... Water to wine yesterday. It was very exciting. You, if I had to guess, were back in Acts. We were back in Acts. Like you never left. You know what's interesting about signs is they, they point to something greater. They do. They do. Like the Mickey Mouse ears power line when you get close to Disney World. Andrew, have your kids ever asked to visit the Mickey Mouse ears power line? No. Of course not. But do they get excited when they see it? Of course. Because it's a sign it's a that sign. points to Disney World. Although, that was an illustration I used in my sermon yesterday. I was going to say, although if uh, those Mickey ears could do miracles, they probably would want to visit. It's possible. Tim, we've been doing this intro for like 45 seconds. I think we should just say it. That's fine. Yesterday was Sunday. And this. This right here. Is the morning after. Welcome to the morning after ministry show. A caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was. Uh, my wife wants me to clarify that I do not support that law. Um, and Richard Ball, who lives moments <laughs> away from where we were, maybe not moments because everything's kind of spread out. Richard, I thought we were going to drive through your little neck of the woods and we didn't. Um, but Richard, we're referring to the law, of course, that is still on the books in Arkansas, that you're allowed to beat your wife once a month in front of the courthouse. And uh, the exciting thing is the person that told me that that was a law was my sister-in-law, whose wedding I okay. performed the last time I was in Arkansas back in November. 
Apparently, it's a, it's the big joke. She had me pull it up and everything. Andrew, people are not happy about your mask tag. Apparently, it's it's flopping oh, gosh, in the wind. I'm sorry, that's definitely a flop. That's I would a, I would not say that's a bounce. <laughs> I think we were doing jiggle, not bounce. It's a flop, not a jiggle. Jiggle, flop, whatever the tag was doing, it was not it was pretty. Not what you want a tag to be doing. It's not what you want to see. So, Tim, I was on vacation. You were on vacation. We've been in vacation mode, and Which now is we're back. Kind of like beast mode with less skittles. That was a Marshawn Lynch reference. But I love Skittles. So does Reliant K and Combos. That was a very old Reliant K reference. I'm sure someone out there will get it. That was a hidden track. There are there are a few who still love Jesus out there. All right. Tim, uh, what was it like coming back to church mm. after being gone? Now, had you, like, stepped foot on campus in the two weeks that you were gone? I was only gone one oh. week. So I was gone Sunday to Sunday. I Preached on Sunday, went home, packed, left. I got this uh, vacation advice from a fellow pastor who we often group chat with, Adam Powers. He recommends vacationing Sunday to Sunday. So you you preach, then you miss a full week of sermon prep. You you miss the following Sunday. And then when you come back, you're ready to start your preaching prep and all things ministry again. Uh, See, I was gone for two weeks. I left Monday and I got back Thursday. Mm. And I will discuss why I came back a day early in a little bit. You did come back early. It was very exciting. And uh, I, before I showed up on Sunday morning, I had not really, I had not been in the worship center in two weeks. Wow. So it was a, wow, there's going to be so much that has to get done, so much of the tech setup needs to get done. But fortunately, Dylan had beat me here and had already got most of it going. So that was very, very nice. But it, I'm glad I got here about 8.30ish on Sunday morning for a 10 o'clock service because it took some time to get in the saddle and be ready right, to so do what Right, so you got back. Done. What, what day did you get back? I got back Thursday. Thursday See, that's, that's a weird time. Yeah. So your sermon prep happened a My little bit during the week. My sermon prep happened while I was on vacation. Yeah, I can't. And I, I can read wherever I am. I can type. My laptop came with me on vacation. Sam, I missed you. Sam Rudkin says I was sorely missed. We had a, we had a great guest speaker. One of our missionaries spoke. Who, <laughs> Who, uh, who spoke for you guys? Why are you laughing so hard, Dylan? Uh, the, com- the comment section. Oh. oh, Dylan's laughing at the comment section. Apparently, I need to scroll down. Don- <laughs> Ronald says, did you get any IHOP on vacation, Tim? Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen something in my Instagram stories yesterday about IHOP. We'll get there in just a little bit, Ronald. Don't I worry. Thought- Dylan was laughing at who your guest speaker was. I, 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 I thought, was like, wow, I, that was rude. I thought my missionary did a fine a fine job. Covering. Our ministry facilitator, Shirley, preached when I was gone, which was exciting. Great. Um, but it's funny because our family's annual Arkansas summer trip, one of the highlights for me was always going to church while we were on vacation. We would usually go to the Refuge Church in Russellville, Arkansas, mm-hmm. where my friend Landon was the worship and youth guy. And he is now out in Southern California. But church on vacation is completely different now in this post-COVID world. So you world. typically do church on I vacation? Yeah, like we go to church. We, we don't usually do that. Well, it's because you're a heathen and you only go to church because you couldn't get any other job. Also true. So uh, I actually love Jesus and we want to teach our children that church is not just but something that this we is do a, because this it's is a, daddy's job. This is a different world now because this is COVID but, church. Uh, exactly. But so usually it would be like exciting. We would go to church. We would check in with some friends. And it was exciting to like, you know, you, I grab every guest pamphlet you can find because 
it's just exciting. I get to actually attend a church where sure. I don't have to do anything. I mean, I've done it before. We just don't do it every time. But this year with Church on Vacation, it was me sitting in front of a screen hoping and praying that everything would work since I wasn't there to push the buttons that needed to get pushed. So you had some anxiety levels had some, on the now, rise. Most of our most of our tech stuff was <laughs> um, figured out for me. The only thing that I had to do to make the service happen was I had to embed our the HTML of our Facebook video onto our website because that was just... So you had to do that on vacation? So I was on vacation. I went to the... the our Pinellas County Libraries here have hotspots that you can check out for two weeks. So I had a hotspot router with me on vacation specifically for one 20-minute period of time where I had to embed the service video from Facebook onto our church website because we have a good percentage of people that are not on Facebook that still watch on the church website every sure. week. So instead of going to a church, of course, none of the churches were in the area that we were were gathering or they were gathering outside. So that would have been different as well. But usually church on vacation is very exciting and it's a little vacation in itself. You get to relax a little bit. Yeah, you get to relax and show up and, and just attend a church. And this year it was, I was on a camp chair on the side of a mountain full of anxiety. You were praying that all the that proper buttons would were work. pushed. Yeah. That there was audio. Tyler says, how come this is a top fan, Tyler? So if, if you have top fan status, just know your comment will be read. How come Dylan didn't host the show while you guys were on vacation? Mm. For the record, Dylan and I did get together last week. I guess we could have done a show. Instead, we went and got burgers together and talked about all that Andrew is, is doing, doing wrong. right. Oh, right. All that he's doing right. <laughs> Um, I'll never tell you what we actually talked about. It's cool. Fade to Dylan. I understand. Oh, our names are still up there. I didn't do that. I know, Tim. I'm. So, I'm. I'm. I haven't touched OBS in a few. Fix weeks. it, hey, everybody. I'm Andrew. I'm Tim. This is Tim. You should check out our podcast. We do this every Monday, and it does sound very similar to a conversation I had on another podcast, Tyler. Um, I'm assuming I haven't actually listened to that other podcast because I wasn't on that episode, but. You should check He's out the referring to Practically the Pastoring Podcast. Practically pa- Pastoring Podcast. Uh, we have a uh, sermon cliff note section. Clergy cliff note. Clergy cliff note. Excuse me. Clergy cliff note where we find articles from around the web and we talk about them. And we did talk vacation mode um, in our last podcast. But you didn't have that conversation. I didn't so have that have conversation that. because uh, – and let's be real. That's, it's great. It's a whole lot of fun doing that podcast. It's kind of a different level. It's uh, it's a little bit more serious than we are They're, around here. They are great guys. We and love them I love all. Them dearly. I think there's a rumor that one of them might be making a guest appearance on this show next week. Oh, how much fun would that but, be? But how much fun would that be? We, we're probably a little bit sillier over here. We have to rein it in on that one. We can't. Uh, we can't quite. Oh, you have been scolded several I times in the in uh, the pre-show of Andrew. You can't go there because lots it's of great. lots of my articles that I suggest are not appropriate. Lots, all of them. Like like the uh, <laughs> pastor that got fired for buying a personal massager for a staff member. Everybody needs a massage every That now. wasn't I don't that understand. kind of personal massage. It was different. Ronald says, do you ever judge other churches you attend on vacation? I'm asking for a friend. Um, How do you yes not? Yes and no. I mostly have so much self-loathing <laughs> that um, I sit around and think, wow. They're doing such a good job of this. I don't see anything they're doing wrong. All I see is what they're doing awesome. 
you are the most cynical man I know. No, I, but, Good morning, Peggy. Jerry says we want more Dylan and that his top fan status goes in and out. Jerry, you are always a top fan. Jerry, we love in you. My book. No, so the the church that we would visit regularly. Sorry, Stephanie, not reading your comment. Not a top fan anymore. The church that we would visit every summer when we were in Arkansas was a church that was maybe 120, 130 people. So not a huge church, not a ton of resources, but they did everything so, so well. And when you're in a small town, it's just a it's a little bit different. A little bit. Um, just the cultural differences of where we are and where we were. We uh, needed to make a drugstore run for an essential child-raising supply of something mm-hmm. um, when we were up in northern Arkansas. Sure. And it was 9 o'clock at night, and I looked on my phone and on Google and looked at every Walmart, Walgreens, Dollar General, and there was one store that was open until midnight. Everything else was closed at 8. And so I had to drive from Marshall, Arkansas to Mountain Home, Arkansas in the pitch black of night, which was about an hour and 20 minutes each way, to go to Walgreens. And I got there at like 11.20. It was great. Whereas That world just doesn't uh, make sense to me. And it was so. This is like the big town in like a three county area, and you drive into town, and it's like welcome population eighteen thousand, and it's like the the uh, county that my sister in law lives in, the county seat is a population of fifteen hundred. Oh, and we think here that you know we're in this cute little town of Safety Harbor, which is sixteen seventeen thousand people. It's like oh. Apparently, there's a lot of people that live in Pinellas County, Florida, and we just don't realize that sometimes. So it's good to go and be out in the sticks for a week or so. Tyler's wondering if our practically pastoring friends would come on Morning After Ministry show and talk poop. We could ask. We could have them all sit down and ask. can't guarantee it. Ask them about a good old-fashioned waffle stomp. (laughs) You have to be a long-time watcher, listener to understand the Waffle Stomp <clears throat> reference, which I um, I will not go there right now. I will not go there. John Rogers, welcome, buddy. Church staff meetings finally got changed. All right, we haven't we haven't talked about that in a while. How are you How are you doing church staff meeting these days, Andrew? I know you are a big fan of staff I, meetings. How are you guys doing those? I am not, Dylan. Don't laugh that hard. Someday you're gonna have to sit in a staff meeting with me, Dylan. Um, Okay, serious question. How many staff meetings have you had? Since Dylan's been Since here? Since Dylan has Zero. been here. Zero. We had that one that one time. We did, uh, yeah, once. Dylan like, says. Like once, it, was just, it was just me, you, and Shirley. Like we were here he said you had one. We were here in my office. Yeah. And we're like, hey, look, we're kind of having a staff meeting. We're a small staff. I mean, really, for the, our operations staff, there's legitimately three of us, maybe four. And... We all communicate fairly freely and openly I'm, during I'm the week. I'm with you. That's how we, we don't have any formal staff meeting. We talk on a regular basis. I was just talksting, texting, talksting, talksting, talksting with my worship director right before we we went live. I mean, it's just it's we're in constant communication. A formal staff meeting doesn't make a whole lot of sense for for us right now. We're we'll we'll get back to them at some point, but you know our worship leader works full time elsewhere. Our children's person is my wife. People are wondering how Dylan has a DYM hat. Um, Listen, it's a secret hat. He might have just pulled it off of my bookshelf. I don't know. Um, but Is that better? Dear Baby Yoda, what to say to you? It's a Hamilton Baby Yoda mashup from TheRinger.com. Um, Jerry says they meet in the sanctuary and they are spread way out. As you should be because as you of should be. because of COVID. Steve says our staff meetings are mostly still 
Zoom for now. We have a few in-person exceptions. The church that I was at previously, we staff meeting hard every week. Yep. And it was two plus hours. Yep. And not a whole lot ever got accomplished. At my at my church, we staff meeting hard every week, and it would routinely go three and a half hours. Yeah, you guys. And it was just in general, your meetings are long. But your elders' meetings are long. Your staff meetings are long. Are, yes, we we do tend to go long at times. Sunday mornings, we don't. We, no. How long are you guys going right now? Uh, just under an hour. See, my my goal is fifty to fifty-five, That's and it. I'm always at like an hour two, and I hate myself. No, we're right at right at about fifty-five minutes. But twenty minute more. worship set, uh, thirty minute sermon is we have typically one more song than you guys are doing. That's probably Help us what it out. Is. We were debating as we were setting up how many songs are you guys doing in church right now? This is big church Sunday morning. What are you doing if you're gathering for for youth? How many songs are you doing? Are you trying to shorten services? Because we're we're making a conscious effort to you keep are. services a little bit shorter, but it's hard. I guess I just get talking. And I need to be shut up sometimes. We, we have our countdown, opening video, three-song worship set, sermon bumper, sermon, close, slash benediction. That's been our our COVID template for Ours, the last few months. We, we've been doing welcome announcements called worship at the beginning uh, to just – and we have also have our kids in with us at the beginning of the service. And so we have welcome announcements called worship, two-song set, kids leave. We have a time of prayer. One more song, sermon. Jerry just laid down another T-shirt. I know. Our I meetings thought. are an hour and 90% prayer. Try it. I would wear that shirt, and yes, I also want to try a meeting like that. 90% prayer? 90% you just do prayer. a show that's 90% prayer. Why do you have to take prayer requests? Like, people could just message in their prayer requests. I'm not against that. Like, live stream? Like, there's... We, I, could, we could get a house. A house of prayer? But like, would it be just for like this area no, or like no. this country? No, we could go international. Or could it be an international. An inter- also serve pancakes. An international house of prayer. Tim, tell your story. Steve says still online services here, but we've been meeting in the park the last two weeks for youth group. Ooh, park youth group sounds fun. We've got a couple of service orders coming in. Richard for youth, they've got two songs for youth, five songs for big church. So do you how how long is your worship set? You do four songs. So how long is that? Um. 20-ish minutes. That's about what ours is. John Rogers, Dylan's 3 to 4 from main service. 20 minutes, that sounds... Yeah, I mean, they play everything. Ooh, they, he's, they're still rocking the organ. I love that. Uh, Josh says, I, I wish I could say the phrase, this meeting should have been an email, but only two of us on the board really know how to use email. <laughs> <laughs> Comment of the day. Josh wins the morning after ministry show. Josh. If we were allowed to give out that top fan badge, you would have it. Matt Mosley says, International House of Prayer. Here's the deal. Uh, we were broadcasting live yesterday, as all of you probably were doing, including you at Safety Harbor Community Church. And in the middle of our broadcast, someone who we do not know hopped onto our live stream and said, quote, This is no church. Sounds like Bethel or IHOP. At which point I got on stage with my staff and said, you shall not comment. I didn't. Banged your staff. I didn't do that. Um, he said that, <laughs> Andrew, why? Do you... That's 
I'm not going to tell stories anymore. I'm not going to tell stories anymore. I'm sorry. And you're still making hand motions. Would you stop? <laughs> I'm going to sit here quietly. I, I just... I just can't. For the record, it was a Jesus culture song. It was... It was not Bethel. I they might sing it at IHOP. I I don't know. I many had, many I had people no idea that IHOP was not a reference to the pancake reference. Many people on the feed were confused about IHOP, wondering why not Denny's, why not other I'm breakfast a establishments. Denny's apologist, I love Denny's. Oh, we know you are. Sometimes I just think about back in college when I worked at Denny's and life was simpler. I always smelled like hash browns. Gosh, that was a good era of life. So have you had any rogue comments on your live feed? How about you guys out there? I mean, I have no idea who this guy was. Maybe you could go find him and, and befriend him and pray for him and, and love on him. Did you delete the comment? Of course not. <laughs> Why would I delete it? It I was great. I took a screenshot and I, posted about it. It was fabulous. I I don't know. It was exciting. We I, don't get a lot of hate. I thought, wow, finally, a little, little hate. Uh, we have not had any hate in the comments. We've or had- was it love? I mean, part A was clearly hate this is no church but part b you sound like bethel their their sound is incredible right like there's no one's going to debate that no one's going to debate that their the production value is top notch it's unreal. I, mean, I, I, I i have been to concerts that i've had to buy tickets for who's their production guy um chad vegas yes. i follow him on the socials it is unreal what they're doing yeah um i so guess that was a compliment. i guess that was a huge compliment no love for waffle house tommy's a denny's guy people are wondering if jeff kokenauer is in the house. Tyler says, isn't Jesus culture from Bethel? Is that true? Jesus culture from Bethel? I don't really know, I guess. Are we still live right now? I hit, I like, I think we are. Yeah, we're still going. Okay. I, wait, so can, my we, page can we clarify that? Load. Jesus culture, are they from, are they from Bethel? I guess I don't, I don't know things. My, my page did not load when I stuck my foot down my throat. I hit my computer and it fell. And my Tyler, computer's looking funny. Tyler enough. says, it wasn't in the comments. We had a guy in our service yell, quote, Turn the damn lights on during our scripture reading video. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. That is awesome. Tyler, for the record, did you turn the lights on? See, uh, we have a lot of windows in our worship center, and even if we turn the lights off, it doesn't really make a big difference. Wow. You guys are kind of the same situation there. We've got a lot of glass. No one is shouting profanities mid-service. Peggy wow. and Jerry say, yes, you're still live. I... I don't know what happened. It was exciting. Hey, one new thing- shirt idea. Quote: Did you bang your staff? End quote. Jerry Varner. It's a, it was it's a t-shirt. The staff on the stage that that Bethel did. It was a viral video. No, we we all I, I we all get the reference. I don't know how I could have phrased it differently. You didn't have to phrase it at all. I you could have just know. not said that. All right, listen. I wasn't trying to be inappropriate, Tim. I'm not you. While I try to figure out... Steve what's is going marking on this with- one as explicit content now. If you're not watching live, you're not going to be watching later because this one's getting pulled. Uh, Listen, as I try to figure out what's going on with my computer, Tim's going to talk to you about some of our friends. Our friends who we love dearly that I'm talking about now would be DYM University. Hashtag train your team. Instant training for you and your leaders. Get your team speaking the same speak, talking the same language. Get them on the same page. If you aren't already using DYMU, what on earth are you doing? DYM University. Give Central. Centrally give. Easiest and fastest way to collect funds for your church. 
whether it's tithes and offerings, registrations and payments, there's no better way to uh, do your online giving than Give Central. Go check out Give Central today. We are also a proud, 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 very incredibly proud part of the DYM podcast network. Uh, there are friends, family, countrymen. They're all lending their ears on the channels. Or you should lend them your ears. We could all lend each other our ears and listen to every show on the network. Except Frank needs to change his logo now. His beard is much shorter. His, he, it needs to be trimmed. He sent us a picture the other day and said, will you guys still love me if I do something crazy? I, and the answer is yes. I didn't even, I didn't even respond. Absolutely. Oh, boy. Stephanie says, Aaron is in earshot and wanted me to tell you that you said damn. <laughs> My son is all about noting when daddy says a word he shouldn't say. So we have been, we watched through all of the <laughs> MCU. The, the joys of the global pandemic is the time to watch films with your children, especially when there's no baseball season. And right now we might just not be watching baseball because it makes daddy very frustrated as a Rays fan. Ooh, baby. Um, but... So we watched through all of Back to the Future. Great. And we, wait, wait, you watched it uncut? We watched all of Back to the Future. Oh my, my boys! That and is so. There are some vulgar moments in there. The, my my favorite Back to the Future thing, and this show is going to get about to turn real political, and that's not the point, Tim. I don't want it to turn political, but knowing what's coming next in our show notes, it might get political. So my ten-year-old is the most observant of all of my kids, and so while watching through all of the MCU, he was like, oh. There's a swear word. And I'm like, buddy, like, don't your brothers might not know what that is. You don't need to He's point it out. He's just pointing it them. out. I think it's it's a fair observation. But so when we watched uh Back to the Future, fortunately there was a hot tub scene that he didn't quite pay attention to. I think he was messing with something else. But a few days later he was playing on a phone watching YouTube and there's commercials on YouTube as there are. Yep. And there was a very propaganda-ish commercial, mm -hmm. a political ad that was talking about how if one candidate was elected, the police would be defunded. And, oh, my. And so this video had, you know, streets on fire and Yikes, things like that. Yikes, that's terrifying. And then I had just me and him in the car. We were going somewhere, and he was telling me what he saw on YouTube, and he was talking about how nervous he was for this election because if this one candidate is elected, hmm. it's going to look just like the world where Biff the Gambler Ooh. was in charge. Wow. <laughs> wow. That, Very astute observation. And, Thank you, YouTube, for that ad. And I thought, this might be the proudest parenting moment that I've ever had. <laughs> My son watching a political ad and immediately saying, this is what the world looked like when Biff the Gambler was in charge. BTTF2 prophecy. Really? Yeah. So it was, it was amazing. But going back to politics, Tim... You, and if you don't know this, hang on, Andrew's political background, um, could I, you just catch up quick? You don't the, have to go way into it, but you do have a political I, background. Like I all, started college all joking as a political science major, mm -hmm. um, and then you, the summer between freshman and sophomore year, God kind of got a hold of my heart, and I had always kind of felt called It was while you were at Denny's, right? It was, uh, well, I, that was the same time frame, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. This. God did not get a hold of my heart at Denny's. It was at the magical place called Lake Aurora. Okay. It's a camp that I was working at. But um, so my my freshman year roommate is currently the undersecretary in the Department of Energy. Um, my childhood best friend who I grew up next door to was a longtime staffer in mm -hmm. the White House. Wow. And um, 
using my freshman roommate as a reference to get that job. Sure. Another one of my buddies um, was one of the head IT people at the White House for several years. Um, but so my fr- my childhood best friend, who I talk to several times a week still, called me while I was up in Arkansas. I was fishing in my brother-in-law's stocked pond. I caught two monster bass, by the way. Proud of you. And uh, my, my phone rang, and it said, hey, um, a former colleague of mine is still working uh, or is back working in the White House and is on the president's advance team, and they need people that can pass a Secret Service background check who would be willing to drive in the motorcade when he comes to Clearwater Uh-oh. next week. So he said, do you know anybody? And so they called him, knowing that he had grown up in Clearwater, and said, would you have any desire to drive in the motorcade? <sighs> and one of my rules of life is say yes when caller ID says the White House, you say you say yes to whatever the question is. Mm-hmm. So a few days later, the, like I got a call from the West Wing of the White House. Wow. And it was somebody on the advance team saying, hey, we were given your name. Is this something that you would be interested in doing? And I was like, uh, yeah. So this past Friday, I showed up. I you know had you, sent, you came home early, right? I came home a day early from my vacation to do this. This is I, a big deal. I had gotten some screeners back and forth with the Secret Service stuff. President texted you a couple times. Uh, that's not true. Um, Inappropriate text. And so, but this whole time I was thinking in my head, like our church is a very diverse church. Um, even when we had a mayoral race here in Safety Harbor. It was split. Like we had people in our church on either side. It was heated. And it was a, a, it was a very heated mayoral race in Safety Harbor. And I, just I just like that you've said mayorals two times. And I just try not to, I, I don't want to say anything. Part of my <laughs> decision of uh, to to be a less political person is at Denny's. Um, so I had a couple of customers. Is that what you were referring to? That story that I've told before. Yes. I had some customers go outside. They saw my car mm-hmm. with all of my bumper stickers, and they said, "Hey, what a!" It's hard to whistle. What a! Not knowing whose car they were looking at, not knowing that I was standing there with them. Yeah. And I thought to myself, "Wow, if someone hates me before I ever open my mouth." I'm never going to lead them to Jesus. Wow. And so in that moment, I wow. kind of decided to take a back seat to, you know, expressing some of my political leanings. Speaking of T-shirts. And uh, so anyway, I did not share anything about this, this going into it. Um, the day of, I did not share anything. And at the very end of <laughs> driving in the presidential motorcade, which was as awesome and terrifying as you can imagine, going like 80 over the causeway, trying to keep That's fun. one car. Yeah, but I was in a rental van. Um, and like trying to keep one car length between you and the car in front of you, but you're going way too fast. And if someone a mile up the road taps their brakes, like you're all slamming on yours, it was, I, this I is intense. it was very intense to, to do the actual driving part. But so at the very end of the night, and I did not get within 300 yards of the president. I saw him walk down the stairs from Air Force One, but yeah, I got yeah. to I got to drive on the tarmac that's when cool. Air Force no, One landed. Cool. And as we were pulling back up to drop off the people that were in my van at the end of it. The sun was setting over Tampa. Oh, it made and for I got a, a this picturesque amazing moment. Amazing shot. It's beautiful. Of Air Force One on the tarmac in Tampa. With People didn't even believe it. it was an iPhone shot. It was so pretty. And I had a person in my church get so upset that I would, you know, be openly in support of anything. And I thought, how? Well, you openly endorsed a presidential I, candidate. I, I posted a picture of an airplane. That was the extent of it. I posted a picture of an airplane with the caption that not a whole lot of days will end like this one in my life. And I I knew all week going in 
I believe your comment was, I didn't glorify anyone. I drove a van. Well, and it was someone, she was, I said, she was replying to a comment that I'd made to somebody else. And Derry's right. There, there are actually several who, are, who have now started um, a really popular video going on that said that that photo you took was actually fake. It was, uh, it was very doctored. You weren't actually there. There was an Instagram filter. But it was no moon landing, I assure you. No, I mean, real. I think there were people in white, like white lab coats, documenting the, the validity or well, really the, the falsehood of that photo. The the question remains for for pastors, and again, I try, I go out of my way to be as unpolitical as possible. You do, and um, you love a good conspiracy theory. Uh, no, you don't. Not really. I don't either. But, but what do we do? Do. You, do you say when you're asked to drive in a presidential motorcade? Would you say this is your don't go there moment? I would say this is my don't go there. I guess it's in the show notes as don't go there. But but what do you do? So do you not post do a you, photo of Air Force One saying I got to drive in the in the presidential, presidential mo- motorcade? motorcade? I, mean, that's... I had I had a sitting U.S. senator in my van. I mean, Derry's right. Next time, don't end the post with hashtag Trump 2020. I did not help. I did not do that. But there were <laughs> but there were several pastor friends of mine that captioned the photo with that. Oh, which right. Was like, I was like trying to mute some of them. I was like, all right, please don't MAGA in my comments. I don't I don't want any a, of that. It was a MAGA comment section. That's for sure. But do you, do you just not function as a part of society? Can you? Can you? Is it like is rendering unto Caesars what is Caesars? Not driving a van? I I don't know. And oh by the way, I was on vacation, and even if I wasn't on vacation, Friday's my day off. So am I not allowed to drive a van and love Jesus at the same time? It's a tough thing because I understand why people would get upset, but at the same time, when a sitting president of the United States asks you to drive a van. If I what would you have done, Timmy? Ordered would, you a Jerry Varner T-shirt that said, "quote I drove a van." Would you wear it? I would. I would have taken a photo of Air Force One. It probably would have looked even better than yours, and I would have posted. And you would been have posted all, sorts, all day and had I would have, stories okay. going the whole time. You know me; I'm an Insta Stories guy because it deletes, and not a lot of people take screenshots of those. I don't think. So I I would have insta storied every single moment. Jerry says, I say this with all due respect to those we serve, but from pastor to pastor, I've shared the reminder, quote, another t-shirt right here, dog's gonna bark. Yeah. Let upset people be upset unless you failed morally or in other way compromised your witness. I say just let it go. I did get this great picture of me and the president. Ooh. As you can see, there he is several hundred yards away walking down a set of stairs. It's pretty good, huh? Let it go. No response. Peggy says, it's Air Force One. You got to post it. I mean, how could you disagree with Peggy? It's Air Force One. I've known her my whole life. I'm not going to do it. But it was pretty exciting. I would have posted. I would have Insta-storied the entire day. The whole day, it was was an eight-plus hour day, and I drove for an hour and 20 minutes total. Jacqueline says, as much as I don't agree with his politics, that's a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I would have done it. Thank you, Jacqueline. We support you. And we did get one uh, write-in for uh, Andrew Tim 2020. All right. Well, you're not old enough. You have to be 35 to be president, Tim. I mean, you can still write it in. doesn't mean it, you can't it, do it. It's, it's a free useless. country. Yeah, no, it's, it's a free country, but there's rules. You can't murder someone, so that's a free country. There's a rule that says you have to be 35 to be president. And what if I don't thir- want to follow the rules? Well, then you're going to have to move to Canada. 
Stephanie says, I learned this weekend that I can't post anything ever because I get judged for everything. As soon as I posted from my mom getaway and Tim posted that he was with the kids, I had family members asking what was wrong. Seriously, what was wrong with our marriage? And uh-huh. what happened, like we were fighting or something, why can't a mom get away for a couple of days without something being wrong? So Stephanie went to see her mom. It was a mother-daughter trip. It was awesome. They do this every year, a little mother-daughter weekend getaway. I take the kids for the weekend, and it's a beautiful thing. I would have said, oh, Stephanie, is your life so exhausting that you need a vacation from Tim? Is that it? Possibly. Do you just need to get away from him for a little bit? I get it. I understand. Um, Tim, why don't you be nicer to your wife so that she can stay home and be with you? Are you saying that my wife should just stay home? I'm. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was trying to be silly and play devil's advocate, but I I got real serious real quick. I I knew where you were going, and I I Stephanie, I think, look, as your husband's, I would say other wife, Stephanie sometimes calls me her sister wife, as uh, your husband's work partner (laughs) in many ways, I get it. That's the real reason I went on vacation, because he's just exhausting. I understand. Austin says, I screenshot every one of your stories, Tim. I have a folder on my phone called, quote, Timmy Stories. Should I not do that? Um, I guess not. I'm fine with that. Well, Tommy says, uh, we're praying for you, Tim and Steph. If you need anything, let us know. <laughs> Look, uh, <laughs> I don't think I have anything else to add to the conversation I, today, Tim. I have missed Mondays with, um, with my morning after ministry fam. I've, I've missed it. I've missed you dearly. I'm hoping that we're going to go get some lunch real quick. It, it it might just have to happen. The lightning don't play till four. I'm taking my son to Buffalo Wild Wings. You can see I'm wearing my lightning shirt right now. Because it's hard to be a Rays fan right now, but hey. I'm wearing my Rays hat, my Jags mask, and my lightning shirt. I've got my three major teams covered. There you go. Um, we'll see you next Monday. Maybe right around 11 o'clock-ish. It'll be great. Dylan will be here as well. We love all of you, and we'll see you soon.